From the Financial Times in New York, I'm Amy Keene, and this is FT News. More than one year ago, President Donald Trump promised to, quote, do a big number on Dodd-Frank. That's the banking regulation legislation passed in the wake of the financial crisis. And this week, the U.S. Senate is set to take up a bill that will rein in the impact of the financial reforms on smaller banks. Joining me to discuss all of this is U.S. Banking Editor Ben McClanahan. Ben, the proposed bill, it's intended to relax some of the rules, particularly on small and mid-sized lenders. Can you just explain what does it entail? Who will it affect? Okay, you're right. It's been billed as something to relieve some of those burdens of Dodd-Frank. Dodd-Frank was designed to rein in some of the excesses on Wall Street, you know, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, all the big guys were getting up to. And so that law was put together. But uh, since then, uh, lots of opponents of Dodd-Frank have argued that uh, much smaller banks have been swept up in these rules. So it's inappropriate to, to bind them with this, these kind of ties that were supposed to be reigning in the, the biggest, most menacing banks. And so this bill, as presented by um, Senator Mike Crapo of Idaho, is, is supposed to address that. And you can tell that by, by the title of it. It's called the Economic Growth Regulatory Relief and Consumer Protection Act. You know, it's impossible to argue against all those things. So within it, there are a couple of provisions to release uh, banks beneath 10 billion of assets, you know, the so-called community banks, uh, from some of those stringent mortgage underwriting rules, which were developed in the wake of the crisis to you know, improve underwriting at Citi, at Chase, at Bank of America, and so on. So that they'll get relief on that front. It's essentially lighter documentation. It's um, lower underwriting standards. And it, there's also some stuff in there about rural loans. So that those banks should potentially benefit from that. In many ways, this is being billed as you know rescue for communities. Mm-hmm. This is meant to encourage small business lending and but what is actually sort of hiding behind some of this proposed legislation <laughs> that's getting you know people like Senator Elizabeth Warren right. well, quite I think upset? She, she's not really upset about the the trillion dollar banks. There's the huge mega banks, the too big to fail banks. What people are upset about is is particularly the the requirement uh, that's going to lift the threshold for what the Fed calls enhanced supervision. That's essentially tougher regulation, and that's going to go up under this bill from 50 billion assets to 250 billion assets, and that's aimed at relieving some of the pressure on the big domestic banks, well the big regional banks that have suffered under this regime designed, as we said, to rein in uh, the very biggest Wall Street banks. And in that, there's an open question as to whether this relief will extend to foreign banks. But uh, opponents of the bill are saying, hey, watch out, we're we're essentially um, deregulating the likes of BNP Paribas, Credit Suisse, Deutsche Bank, uh, Santander. Uh, Those two in particular, Deutsche Bank and Santander, uh, were described by a senator last week as troubled and troubling banks. Of course, Deutsche's record of getting in trouble in the US is, is, is a long one, as is Santander, is yet to pass a stress test cleanly. So yeah, that, that's the big question. It, it'll be thrashed out in the Senate over coming days and also in the House, uh, the extent to which foreign banks will also be reprieved. And so why now? What makes now the time for legislators to take this out? Yeah, I think a, a window has, has opened up. Talking to my colleagues in DC, they say that Republicans have become frustrated at the lack of uh, bipartisan action on several fronts, on immigration, for example, on gun control uh, in, in another. But they, they say that this has suddenly become a realistic, uh, possible bipartisan effort. And of course, there's 51 Republicans in the Senate behind this. Uh, There's also maybe 12, maybe 13 Democrats also preparing to cross the divide on this one. Well, there's three in particular, three senators, Tester of Montana, Heitkamp of North Dakota, and Donnelly of Indiana. Now, all three states went Trump in 2016. So if if those people can demonstrate a commitment to to doing this, that, that will certainly help. And, and Signature Bank, which is right on the cusp of that 50 billion in assets, that's been making sure by supplying them with lots and lots of donations. 
the sums aren't absolutely vast, but they clearly suggest a, a determined campaign from banks on the cusp of 50 billion to get this thing done. And of course, some of the more progressive Democrats, uh, Elizabeth Warren, for example, and others have criticized it and saying it's going much too far. You know, watch out. Under the cover of a bill designed to relieve conditions for community banks, you've got lots of these um, elements that um, benefit much bigger banks. And so what's the likelihood that this actual bill will make it to the president's desk and be signed? It's fair to say this is the best bet. Uh, You were talking about President Trump's initial pledges to make life easier for the big banks. This is the best bet of doing it from a legislative point of view. Uh, There are conditions in there that it's very easy to sell to a populace that wants, uh, you know, more lending, that wants looser uh, mortgage underwriting. It wants, um, you know, more available loans to small businesses. And you can certainly make the case that uh, things have been too restrictive over the past few years. Okay. Thank you, Ben. Thank you. This new segment was recorded for the FT's Banking Weekly podcast, which comes out on Tuesdays and can be found on all the usual podcast apps. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.